Welcome to Stories from Among the Stars. You're listening to A Memory Called Empire by Arkady Martin, narrated by Amy Landon. Chapter 19 Stillness and patience create safety. The jewel of the world preserves itself. Torn up flowers die in unskilled hands, and perverse gardeners flourish exclaiming on the merits of barren pools. Poem attributed to Five Diadem, later in use as a public safety message throughout the Imperium. If these legionary warships destroy us, I will have you unseated in whatever government replaces the 15 generations of our council. You and Omnardbat both, the appeaser and the isolationist. I will have you unseated and your imago lines destroyed. Note signed D.O. Hand delivered to the offices of Daj Tarats. Day 251, Year 3, 11th Indictment of Sixth Direction. Five Agate shook Mahit's hand off her, shook her whole body in a sharp shudder of adjustment. The blood from her shoulder was still spreading, red tendrils down her white sleeve. There isn't time, she said which didn't make much sense to Mahit. Nothing was making a great deal of sense. I have to go get him, Three Seagrass was saying. He's dying in there. There isn't time, Five Agate repeated. And now Mahit understood. Twelve Azalea in the pool of spreading blood. Twelve Azalea, her friend, Three Seagrass's friend. Her chest felt narrow and hot, as if it was her who had been hit by a projectile weapon, like she was a projectile, about to shatter apart. I don't care about time, Three Seagrass said. And I don't know how many other projectile-spewing illegal weapons are inside the ministry, Five Agate spat. Mahit could hardly reconcile this woman with the efficient, quiet aide-de-camp from 19 Ads's office nor how many of 30 Larkspur's partisan hacks were also waiting for the moment they could happily shoot someone. Fuck, my shoulder hurts, and I'm sorry about your friend. I'm sorrier about 22 graphite fucking starlight, I'm sorry. But you called for help. They're singing that goddamn verse in the street. So come on, and let's get out of here like you wanted. They're singing? Mahid asked helplessly. The ones who aren't shouting up one lightning at the top of their lungs, yes, Five Agate said, and stalked down the plaza. Mahit took three seagrasses hand in hers. The palm was slick and clammy with sweat. They followed. Five Agate moved at a rapid clip, her shoulders stiff and held high, not even trying to disguise the active bleeding. There didn't seem to be immediate pursuit. Perhaps Six Helicopter was dying on the ground next to Twelve Azalea, and oh, that hurt to think. Twelve Azalea deserved better than this. To distract herself, Mahit tried to track where they were headed. She thought she knew the way to 19 Ads' offices, but everything looked different in the full light of day, and the last time she'd come, she'd come in a ground car escorted by the sunlit. The sky was that impossible blue again, and endlessness, bound only by the faint strictures of buildings marring the horizon. 
Mahit could fall right off the face of the planet. She squeezed Three Seagrass's hand. There wasn't any response. As they turned the corner, heading away from the central plaza of Palace East and toward the series of buildings that Mahit thought probably contained 19 Ads' offices, the flicker of rose-colored marble was surely where they needed to be. They nearly ran into a platoon of sunlit. They had appeared like an eclipse, there abruptly, blocking out the light. Twenty faceless people in gold helmets. Hold there, said one of them. She wasn't sure which. They all had the same voice. Five Agate drew to a halt. Her chest was heaving. You are injured, said a different sunlit, one of the closer ones from the volume of their voice. It is dangerous to be outside. The emperor has called for a curfew of citizens. Are you attempting to reach a hospital? I, Five Agate began, I am attempting to return home. I work for the Azwazwakat 19 ads. It is imperative that you not be in the streets, said a third sunlit. The curfew is enforceable by whatever means we deem appropriate, a fourth added, and all 20 sunlit moved forward toward them together, like automata. Is personal or institutional violence more threatening? And then, can I fool the algorithm? She took a step forward. Voice shaking, she broke in. We have been shot at. She tried for hysteria and relied on Yaskander's inherent knowledge to pitch her voice to accentless takes Kalanli. Just for this one moment, let her not be an obvious barbarian. We were in the information ministry. It's been taken over by mad people. We, it's horrible. My friend is probably dead. On cue, three seagrass burst into tears. They looked genuine to Mahit. They probably were genuine, just held in abeyance until this moment when they would be useful. The sunlit closest to them spoke again, a little softer. What sort of mad people? They asked. Please, citizens, give us information. The man who shot my friend, Three Seagrass said, through the tears running down her face, worked for 30 Larkspur. He said they'd taken the ministry because the minister was compromised. She wiped at her nose, her eyes. Forgive me, I'm not like this normally, I'm really not. Compromised how? Inquired two sunlit at once, and then a third, repeating it, like an echo rippling through an AI the algorithm adjusting itself. Compromised how? I don't know, Mahit said, lying through her teeth. Just compromised. Maybe the minister liked the Yautlik's policies? It's so confusing, and they shot at us. The whole platoon seemed to turn at once toward them, focusing down, a drift of iron filings drawn into formation by a passing magnet. All their hands were still on the shock sticks. Mahit waited for the blow, for the inevitable weight of institutional violence in the form of electricity, the mobile part of the city's grid attacking her, like the still part had attacked three seagrass days ago. But if this worked, if they could send this platoon away from them to intercept whatever might come out of the information ministry in pursuit, then it would be worth the risk. Can we go inside? 
Five Agate said. I don't want to disobey an imperial curfew. My son is inside. I just want to go home. It's right over there. She gestured with her good arm toward the building Mahit assumed was where 19 Ads' offices were, or close enough to it. That, at last, seemed to be enough. One of the sunlit on the edge of the platoon detached themselves, took a few steps away from the rest. Go, they said. We will investigate the situation at the ministry. One of us will escort you. Once separated from the group, the individual sunlit almost seemed like a person. Mahit wanted so badly to know how it takes Kalan Leedslam became one of them. If you find out, Yaskander told her, you'd be doing one better than I ever did. The rest of the platoon moved fluidly along the path that the three of them had taken out of the plaza. Mahit imagined, vividly, that they were following the scent of five agates spilled blood. A hunt in reverse. The remaining sunlit waved one hand, and the three of them, Mahit still holding three seagrasses hand, three seagrass still weeping uncontrollably, followed that gesture onward. And in this fashion, Mahit came to the door of 19 Ads' offices under police escort a second time. Ring composition, she thought. Around we go. And came back once again to that improbable piece of information. They were singing her verses in the streets? Nothing is untouched, Yaskander murmured. The young Yaskander, hers, that familiar flickering static bright voice. Nothing you make is unmarked by takes Kalan. Even I learned that. Nineteen ads had turned her front office into a war room. She stood, as she had before, in the center of a vast sea of holograph projections, arcs upon arcs of them. But what had been an orderly information-gathering enterprise was now populated by a group of exhausted-looking young men and women, trading images back and forth with gestures, writing, by hand on paper, notes, talking in rapid low voices through their cloud hooks to people somewhere else. In the middle of the chaos, 19 Ads was a pillar of white, still immaculate, though the dark skin of her cheeks had gone gray under the eyes, and the eyes themselves were reddened. Mahit's first thought was that she had been crying and hadn't slept at all, wondered how much of the rush of concerned sympathy was hers and how much was Yaskander's, decided that it didn't matter. Just as 19 ads caught sight of them, dismissed the cloud of projections around her head with one sharp gesture, and went right to five agate. You're hurt, she said, taking both of five agate's hands in hers. A little, five agate said, and Mahit could see in her face. She would have walked right back into six helicopters line of fire, for just this moment with the Izwazwa cat she served. It doesn't matter, really. I lost 22 graphite. You both volunteered. He knew as well as you what might happen. Go into the back, 19 Ad said, with that same stunning, strange gentleness she had turned on Mahit in the bathroom after the incident with the flower. You've done so well. You did what I asked. Sit down, drink water. We'll get the explanatal in to look at your arm. You've done so well. 
even in the face of losing one of her people, 19 ads could provide comfort to the remaining ones. The ache in Mahit's throat couldn't be hers alone. Iskander would have wanted to hear that, wouldn't he? Especially from her. A sharp flicker of what 19 ads had looked like naked, 10 years ago, and Mahit didn't even feel lust so much as desire, wanting to touch, to be with. No, Iskander told her. I wanted her to agree with me. You want her to look at you like you've been righteous. What a prize you are, Mahit Desmar, said 19 ads then. What a price I am apparently willing to pay for you. Did you write that poem all by yourself? Three Seagrass wrote most of it, Mahit said. She was still holding Three Seagrass's hand, and now her liaison squeezed her fingers. My dear Asekreta, eloquent as always. Three Seagrass made a terrible choked little noise and said, Your Excellency, please do not call me eloquent when I am covered in snot. Nineteen ads looked like she was trying to laugh and had forgotten how. Mirth had abandoned her entirely. Instead, she shrugged with a peculiar half-smile and said, Released, I am a spear in the hands of the sun. It's catchy. Go sit down, will you? I have to decide what to do with you. I need to speak to his brilliance, Mahit said. That's what you should do with me. After that, you can do whatever you want. She walked over to the couch, the same one she had sat on the first time she'd been interrogated by 19 ads. Thought again, ring composition. Her legs felt like water. They spilled her down onto the cushions. Three seagrass came with her, a satellite in orbit. When she sat next to Mahit, their thighs touched. Mahit wished she had a handkerchief to offer her, to clean up her face, get some of the tears gone. Give her back some modicum of dignity, which was in fairly short supply just now. Nineteen ads watched them go, watched them sit. She seemed, for a long and awful moment, rudderless. All of her direction and drive sapped. Then she straightened from the top of her head, her spine a long arc, and strode across the office to stand in front of them both. I can't just walk you into him she said. He's under guard, and he's not well. You know that, Mahit. He hasn't been well for a long time, Mahit said, which you know, and he knows, and Yaskander knows. Knows? asked 19 ads, tilting her head fractionally to the side. New, it's complicated, more so now. I... Nineteen ads, Your Excellency. The last time I was here, I told you truly that you could not speak to him since he was gone, no matter what he or my government had intended. Now I can just as truly say differently. I've... We're... It's a long story, an involved surgical intervention, and I have the worst headache of my life, and... Hello. I've missed you. Stepping back, Letting that part of her that was Yaskander take, for just a moment, the muscles of her face, shape them to his broader smile, 
the way his eyes had crinkled up at the corners in smile lines that her younger skin hadn't had time to develop. A mobile flush swept across 19 Ads' face, like forged metal glowing and going out again. Why would I believe you now? She said. But Mahit already knew she did. You killed me, she said. Yaskander said, they said. Or you let Ten Pearl do it and didn't stop him. And that's much the same. But I miss you anyway. The breath 19 ads took was huge, dragged through her lungs, a resettling gasp barely controlled. She sat down on the opposite couch, carefully, folding like she thought she might fall if she didn't. I assume you want to talk about it? You always did want to talk about decisions. Maybe, said Yaskander in Mahit's mouth, and she had not known he could be so gentle. After this is over, we hardly have time, do we, my dear? We do not, said Nineteen Ads. She took another one of those enormous breaths. Be Mahit again. I had not quite imagined how disturbing this would be. Your expressions. You're like a ghost. Really, it's the wrong analogy, Mahit said. Ghosts? Hush, Yaskander told her. She doesn't need that right now. And you were accusing me of flirting. We have an empire to preserve, Mahit. Oh, is that what we are doing? I thought we were saving our station from being annexed. This kind of back-and-forth talk wasn't good for them, Mahit knew. She felt nauseated, the headache gathering in her temples, and both 19 ads and three seagrass were looking at her like she had quite gently slipped off an edge into a great pool of insanity. I have information, she said, trying to pull herself together, be it Mahit who was once Yaskander, and not a terrible hybrid of both of them which I have obtained at great personal cost to myself and possibly to my people on the cell station, which needs the ear of his brilliance right now. I have been trying to get back to him. I've been detained. My friend has been shot and is probably dead. I have had to negotiate with Sunlit. You seemed like my only possibility of getting close. Nineteen ads cursed softly. Please accept my deepest condolences about your friend. I hope he is in better shape than you fear. Mahit remembered the spreading pool of blood around Twelve Azalea, how much of it there had been, how arterial bright, and thought, hope is insufficient. So do I, she said. He is, he has been more generous to me than a barbarian would expect of anyone. Three seagrass made a peculiar noise something caught between a snicker and a sob. What he's done is got himself killed for you, Mahit, she said. If he hadn't been my friend, he'd never gotten himself into this mess at all. With a wave of a hand, 19 ads summoned one of her aides. The young man materialized by the couches as if he himself was a hologram. He was not Seven Scale, who had disposed of the poison flower, who might have brought the poison flower, Mahit needed to ask about him, about everything that had happened that night, about why 19 ads had tried so hard to save her life. 
Would you get the Asecrita a glass of water and a handkerchief? Nineteen adds asked the aide. And bring all of us some brandy. I think we will need it. He vanished as swiftly as he'd appeared. Nineteen adds nodded as if confirming something to herself and said, If, and I do mean if, Mahit Dismar, I am to bring you to his brilliance in this time of absolute unrest and uncertainty, risking my own position and possibly my life to do it. You had better tell me what you are planning to tell him. In the same amount of detail, it has to be worth it, Ambassador. More worth it than an immortality machine which makes ghosts and double persons out of your oldest friends. At that moment, the aide returned with a tray bearing three glasses of dark copper spirits and one of water. And Mahit had never been more glad to see alcohol in her life. She picked up the nearest glass. The spirit clung to the sides when she swirled it, a viscous, oil-slick shimmer. Please, three seagrass, tell me this won't taste like violets. Three seagrass, gulping water like she'd been dehydrated for hours, she had been, Mahit realized. She'd been crying and running at the same time. Put her glass back down, took an appraising look at the brandy, and said, bone dry. That will taste like fire and blood and the smell of soil turned over in the spring after a rainstorm, if it's what I think it is. Are you trying to get us drunk, Your Excellency? I promise I don't need much help at this point. I wanted, said 19 ads to be civilized for a moment. She picked up her glass, raised it in a small and silent toast. Drink. Mahit drank. To living through the next 12 hours, she thought, as the liquid slipped down her throat, bright and hot and rich, plasma fire and soil burning, a peculiar type of petrichor, to LaSalle Station remaining LaSalle Station. To us, Iskander whispered, somewhere she could barely feel, an upswelling of emotion more than a voice. And civilization, if that is something that remains. Mahit put the glass down. She felt warm all through. It would work as a substitute for courage. All right, Your Excellency. I will tell you, but first I would very much appreciate if you would explain why you kept me alive, and not my predecessor. I need to know if I trust you because I have to, and I do trust you, but I am compelled by lack of other options, or if I might trust you because I want to. Which of you is asking? 19 ads asked. She drunk her brandy like a shot, all of it at once. It's not a good question, 19 adds. I'm asking. Mahit did not specify further. She sighed, folded her hands in her lap, dark against the bone-white suit. Two reasons, she began. First, you were not Yaskandra Gavin, and what you wanted was not what he'd wanted. He wanted to give six direction what I can only understand, after a great deal of questioning and research and thinking, as an immortality machine, a machine that would put my friend, my lord, my emperor, in the body of a child, make him into something that was not even human, 
and might do him irreparable harm, might do all of us irreparable harm, with that child on the sun spear throne. Mahit nodded. I did not come here to trade Imago machines for my station's freedom, no. They were reversed. She realized quite suddenly that she was leading this interrogation, that it was an interrogation, or a negotiation. They're the same species of thing. What was the second reason? Mahid went on. I couldn't do it twice, 19 Ad said. I couldn't watch it twice. I'm not a squeamish person, Ambassador. I've led my share of planetary conquests. But you were enough, my friend, even if you weren't sufficiently him to want what he wanted. And you hadn't done anything yet worth that death. It would have been very painful. Mahit felt like it was she who was being exposed, carved open, all nerves hypersensitive to the air, like they'd been on Five Portico's surgery table, even though the person who was talking wasn't her at all. Who sent me the flower? She asked. Distantly, she registered that three seagrass had put her hand on the small of her back, a kind pressure. It was a gift, said 19 ads, from the household of my fellow Aswazwa cat, 30 Larkspur, to my household. What I did with it was, of course, up to me. Which meant, which meant that 19 ads had first decided that Mahit should die and watched her nearly breathe in the poison of that flower, and then changed her mind while watching, which meant that 30 Larkspur had dared 19 ads to get rid of the new LaSalle ambassador, like she'd allowed the old one to be gotten rid of. 30 Larkspur didn't want Yaskander dead. That had been 10 Pearl, and perhaps also 19 ads. 30 Larkspur hadn't cared about Yaskander. 30 Larkspur wanted Mahit dead, and thought that 19 ads, who had helped to dispose of one LaSalle ambassador, might do it again. He'd decided Mahit was too dangerous to have around. He'd probably decided that anyone who could give Six Direction an Imago machine was too dangerous to have around. An Imago machine, especially as imagined by a Takes Kalan Litzlam, an immortality machine, would mean Six Direction on the throne forever. 30 Larkspur would never be able to use this moment of political unrest to dismantle the tripartite association of imperial successors and claim the throne entirely for himself. That was what he was doing. She couldn't interpret how he'd taken over information any other way. If Six Direction was still emperor. It wouldn't matter that some jumped-up Yautlek was trying to acclaim himself the rightful star-blessed ruler. The moment 30 Larkspur needed would be gone if Six Direction had access to an Imago machine. She was abruptly astonished that they'd escaped the information ministry at all and blamed that fragile success entirely on Six Helicopter being a power-drunk politician and not the sort of person who actually asked his boss what to do next. One last question, said Mahit, and then we can go on. How many people in his brilliance as government knew you allowed Yaskander to be killed? 19 Ads's smile was LaSalle style and small, a quirk of the mouth that made Mahit want to mirror it with the patterns of Yaskander's own smiling. They'd liked each other so much 
the endocrine response activated even after confession to murder. Everyone who mattered, 19 Ad said, including his brilliance. I think he is still very angry with me, though he understands why. He always does understand why I do things. Mahid remembered the fever dream of Yaskander and 19 Ad's in bed. Yaskander saying, I love him. I shouldn't, but I do. And 19 Ad's telling him, So do I. So do I. And then, I hope I still will when he's not himself any longer. No danger of that anymore. His brilliance would be himself. There were no more Imigo machines on Tixkalan, save the one inside Mahid's skull, and the one she'd given to an anti-imperial activist medic. She'd think about that later. It was out of her hands. Three Seagrass was staring at the Izwazwa cat as if she'd grown a second head or another pair of arms. I am terrified of you, Your Excellency, she said, using the word for terror, which in poetry could also mean odd, the sort of adjective that was applied to atrocities or divine miracles, or emperors, which Mahid assumed were in many ways both at once. The perils, said 19 ads ruefully, of getting to know someone. She looked at her brandy glass, as if she wanted to drink the empty air there. Shut her eyes for a moment. The lids were gray with the faint tracery of visible veins. Now, enough of this. Tell me what you want to tell my emperor. Mahit framed what she was about to say before she actually said it. Tried to say it simply and directly, without pretense or insinuation. The facts. The politics would come after the facts, would devolve from the nature of the facts, as politics tended to do. The LaSalle counselor for the miners has sent me, under multiple layers of encryption, the locations of increased, threatening, and pernicious alien activity, the sort of activity that presages a conquest, in both our quadrant of local space and two others. The aliens are of a sort unknown to us, and we have not established communication. They are hostile. Both we on Cell Station and you in all the vast starfield of Teixcalan are in considerable danger. Nineteen ads clicked her teeth together and made a small, inquisitive noise. And why did the LaSalle Counselor for the Miners want you to know this information? She asked. I believe, Mahit said carefully, that Daj Tarats would prefer the beast we know, the empire we have negotiated with for generations, than a force beyond our control in LaSalle's space. That's why he wants you to tell us, 19 Ad said. I'm asking why he wanted you to know. What she was asking was closer to, by what method did Daj Tarats think you could use this information to influence us? Mahit leaned back against Three Seagrass's hand. Her eyelids felt heavy. Her tongue was a little brandy-numbed. I wouldn't have figured it out, she said conversationally, if there hadn't been all those newspaper articles a few days ago about Eight Loop. Go on said 19 ads. 
the ones where she was questioning the legality of the annexation war, Three Seagrass said, sudden and bright. She'd gotten it. Of course she had. Mahit nodded. The ones where she was questioning the legality of the annexation war, because the borders of Kalan are not secure, she said. She could have meant just that, business you all are having in Odile. I think that's what she meant when she said it. But I know, an actual alien threat is worse than some internal insurrection. If the borders of the empire are not secure, an annexation war cannot legally be justified. And even a strong emperor at the height of his powers might be overruled by council and ministers and Azwazwa Katlim. And now, with this information, I can prove that there is an active threat to the borders of Kalan. We are all in danger from these aliens. And the counselor for the miners would like me to use this loophole in Kalanli law to get the empire to leave my homeland alone. No secure borders. Thus, no annexation war. And Lasell remains independent. That's simple language, Azwazwa Kat. I'm being as clear with you as I can be, as I know how to be. It left out entirely whether or not Aknel Amnarbat had tried to sabotage her, and why. That wasn't for Takes Kalan, Mahid thought. That was for Lasell. For her and Yaskander to think about together, if they lived through this week. She could keep that one thing for herself in this terrible burst of confession. If she mentioned it now, she'd destroy her own credibility. Besides, Omnardbat couldn't have known Yaskander was dead when she'd sabotaged her. It should have been Yaskander all along, doing what she was doing, carrying this message to 19 ads, a last-ditch effort to save Lasselle from annexation. I wish I could ask her what she was thinking doing this to us, Yaskander murmured, and the bright flash which was all that was left of the other Yaskander raced down Mahit's arms like a static charge. You and me both, Mahit thought. When she spoke to me, she said we were a perfect match. We understood takes Kalan. I thought it was a compliment. From Omnardbot? No, Omnardbot hates the Empire, Yaskander said fascinated, intrigued, and then interrupted. That's extremely clever, as well as somewhat disturbing, said 19 adds, whether or not it's true. Let me tell Six Direction, Mahit asked. She could talk to Yaskandra about sabotage later. Take me to him, please, for the sake of what we were and what he and Yaskandra were and for both of our peoples. You do realize that I can't just walk you in after dark, like last time, 19 Ad said. He isn't even in Palace Earth. It's too dangerous there for him right now. I do realize. I know I'm asking you for something very large, Mahit began, and was interrupted by the return of the aide who had brought the brandy. He was empty-handed this time, and his face was expressionlessly grave even for a Kalan Litzlam. Your Excellency, he said, forgive me for interrupting. Did I or did I not give standing orders that any further developments were not interrupting, 45 Sun said? The briefest flicker of a smile, his eyes gone wide, 
and then blinking back to standard. You did. Your Excellency, I regret to tell you that the Yautlex forces are in the city center and marching on the palace. There have been reports of multiple civilian deaths. I have feeds if you need them. Nineteen ads nodded, a short, sharp movement. The clashes. Are they partisan? They're being instigated by flower bears, yes. Must we use 30 Larkspur's propaganda language, 45 Sunset? My apologies, Your Excellency. 30 Larkspur's agitators, with their purple Larkspur pins, are primarily responsible for provoking the Outlick soldiers. Thank you, said 19 Ads. I assume it's fractionally better if it's 30 Larkspur and not the whole mess of people who want to sing your poetry, Three Seagrass. We might still have their loyalties. I'm not sure. Who is we? asked Three Seagrass. And Mahit felt the echo in her bones. What is the Tixkalanli definition of we? We are people who would like to see Six Direction on the Sun Spear throne for as long as he lives, said Nineteen Ads. I'll swear to it, said Three Seagrass. Right here, if you like, with blood. It was an old Tixkalanli custom, one of the oldest, from before the Empire had been multicontinental, let alone multiplanetary. For luck, for proof of an oath, to swear fealty or bind a person to a task, blood in a bowl, mixed, and that bowl poured out as a sacrifice to the sun. How traditional, said Nineteen Ads. Mahit, would you so swear? Did you ever? Mahit asked Yaskander, quiet in her mind. The once, Yaskander said and Mahit remembered the long, curving scar on his hand, below the place where Ten Pearl had stabbed him with his poison needle. Six Direction asked me if I wanted to, and I told him I wouldn't be bound to him, that if I served, I wanted to serve freely, in what respect I did serve, but that I wouldn't lie to him, and I'd swear so. Will I be bound? You'll find out, won't you? Bring the bowl, Mahit said. And with a wave of 19 Ads' hand, it was done. A little brass bowl, and a short steel knife that Mahit could imagine 19 Ads using all too easily. A claw of a thing. Three Seagrass took it by its handle and pressed her forefinger to the edge, cutting deep so that the blood welled quickly, dripping into the bowl. It was harder for Mahit to do. Her fingers shook on the knife's handle but the edge was microscopic and slit her finger open with next to no pressure and hardly any sting. Nineteen ads was last. Their blood mingled, all the same shade of red. In the oldest version of this custom, Mahit knew, they would all drink the contents of the bowl. So much for Tixkalanli's squeamishness about the consumption of the revered dead. They ate people who were still alive. May his brilliance, six direction, reign until he no longer breathes, said Nineteen Ads, and Mahit and Three Seagrass echoed her. Nothing happened. Somehow Mahit had expected something would, that blood sacrifice would be magic or sanctified or... Or like it is in the poems, Yaskander finished, 
and she was forced to agree. There was a little breath of silence. The 19 ad stood up, holding her bleeding fingers safely away from the fabric of her suit, and said, We'll get some bandages. And then, Ambassador, a secretar, I believe we will go see the Emperor. That's all for now. Thank you for listening. Make sure to follow Stories from Among the Stars on your preferred podcast app to get the next episode. Or if you just can't wait, you can buy the audiobook of A Memory Called Empire wherever books or audiobooks are sold. We hope you're enjoying this season. Please tell us what you think by filling out a quick survey with your feedback. Just go to bit.ly slash surveys from among the stars. That's bit.ly slash surveys from among the stars. Thank you.